Hello everyone and welcome to what I'm gonna assume is the final episode of um, this year because it's the 31st or well, I'm gonna release this either on the 30th or the 31st of December so Merry Christmas to everyone who listened I hope you guys had an amazing Christmas hope you spent time with friends or family or whoever it is that you felt like spending it with and I hope you guys all enter into a very prosperous 2024 i hope it's amazing for everyone that's listening and i hope it's bigger and better than what your 2023 was now i will say disclaimer this review does not include oppenheimer still i have not watched it still but i will i swear the next review is gonna include oppenheimer for sure and it's gonna include the new hunger games the um ballads of songs and snakes i think it's called haven't watched it but i plan on going to watch it soon so yeah without further ado let's get into what this podcast does entail first on the agenda is Nicki minaj's new album playing friday 2 listened to it and it's honestly i think my favorite album of hers i know it's not her best produced album or her most cohesive album sonically but I really do love it. Like, it has a bit of everything. This album, when I was listening to it, reminded me very much of Drake's um, views that came out in 2016. Like, it has a bit of everything for the girls. You know, it has Needle, which is like, you know, that Afro beats type thing. It has Cowgirl for the pop girlies. It has, you know, Big Difference for the girls who are into, like, rap and wanted Nikki to get into her rap bag. It has um, the opening, Wish You Were Here, if I'm not mistaken. The one that has the Billie Eilish sample. I love that song. It's so beautiful. It's so, so beautiful. And it is very reminiscent of um, the first Pink Friday album. Because it really does have a bit of everything for all the Gordies. I really did love this album. Um, Everybody with Lil Uzi Vert. I really did think that was a great song. I feel like I thought it would have a bit more to it. You know, like it was very, it's a very vibey song, you know, doesn't really have substance, no depth whatsoever, but like it's really catchy. I really, I think it's a great song. So yeah, I think um, if I were to give this album a rating, I'd rate it like an 8 out of 10. I really did enjoy it. I thought it was a great album. I thought it was put together very well. You know, you could tell there were a lot of samples that had to be cleared, which is probably why the album took so long to come out. But I love every sample that she used. And I love how she kind of like also just made it into her own. It was a really fun little little rap album. Not really rap album, but it was a really fun little, you know, hip-hop album for the girls. Like, people expected Nikki to come out and be like super aggressive and super, you know, shading people. And like, you know, just... And she was like, no, no, I'm in my soft girl era. I'm in my pretty girl era. And I really love it. So yeah, 8 out of 10 for me. Pink Friday 2 is amazing. If you haven't streamed it go stream like what are you waiting for you know like what are you what are you what are we doing what are we doing go stream that one next on the agenda um i watched kevin hart's new stand-up i forgot what it's called but i watched it the day that it dropped on netflix on the 19th of december and okay i'm gonna be very honest i think trevor's funny but like he's never been ha 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 funny for me you know like i've never like really like maybe when i was younger but like in my recent years as i've grown up i don't really find him i think he's a funny person i think he has great humor as a person i think he's a very intelligent man 
but this stand-up show for me and again people like a lot of people on twitter are saying like oh it's because like he's not really um catering to the south african audience anymore that's why you guys don't find it funny i've never really cared about you catering to the south african audience if i'm being quite honest i just want jokes that are funny you know like i just want to laugh that's 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 why i'm watching a stand-up show because i want to laugh and when i watched that like it, it drew out a few chuckles for me but i wasn't like really laughing you know i felt like i don't know like it was it was okay but it wasn't great um i did enjoy that thing that he does where he will start a joke move on to the next joke and then tie in that joke with the first joke that you completely forgotten about i thought that was really funny um but overall it was like a decent stand-up comedy show i don't know like i i wasn't really like moved but also at the same time it wasn't like the worst thing i've ever heard you know i think stand-up comedy really is a hit or a miss and i think some people found this one funny some people didn't i'm kind of in the middle like i found some things funny some things weren't that funny but obviously i think you'd have to go watch it for yourself to kind of like um determine where you're at with it because again like i'm saying people um people enjoy humor differently so what i may not find funny you might find hilarious and what i find to be so funny you might think is the dumbest most dull stuff ever so i think just go watch it for yourself and decide i'd give it like a six 5.5 out of 10 i'd give it a 5.5 out of 10 i think it was a decent then i'm sure yeah we're gonna move on from that because i really don't have much to say concerning that because honestly it was it was okay it was okay uh moving on i also watched um real life squid games that shit was good that shit was good child like i was at the edge of my seat i'm wondering like who's leaving who's really a villain what's going on i will say i didn't finish it but i do know that my one which i'm not really mad at per se like i would have liked tj winning or um i forgot her name but the one who the gay guy was kind of saying when i'm like oh i voted her out but like i told her that i didn't vote for her because i feel like she's like the leader of that pack that she has going on there i would have liked her to win it was kind of sad that she you know didn't make it to the end um also i really did like that guy the one who was douchey and arrogant i forgot his name the one that got voted out i think he he went out during the the warships game the one that no one liked the one that everyone was like oh he's so full of himself he's so loud uh, i actually didn't mind him like i obviously like he was kind of loud and like full of himself but like i thought he added a bit of flair a bit of drama a bit of seasoning to the show i really did enjoy his character i was quite sad when he left but also i understood why he left because at the end of the day you don't want like really strong characters um people that i wasn't oddly enough rooting for was the mother and son duo like i'm so sorry to them like i get it like their story is so sweet you know mother and son came here together to win this money yay but they kind of annoyed me a lot i was just like oh my gosh give my scream bro like i'm bored i am so bored by the both of you you know and i only honestly i think the only reason i felt like that was because um there was targeting people that i fucked with and i was like i don't like that so y'all gotta go so yeah um i didn't finish it i genuinely don't think i will finish it because i know how it ends but it was a really fun watch you know i think the adhd me just couldn't keep up with it so i was just like mm, no but it was a really great watch i'd give it like a 
7 out of 10. I think it was really entertaining. I think, you know, and I really did enjoy how similar the set was to the actual show. Like, they try to keep it very, like, very similar. Obviously, you know, people didn't die. Because then we'd have, like, a really awkward situation on our hands. Because we're witnessing Netflix commit murder. But I think, <laughs> overall, like, you know, the the intensity of it all. And, like, the, you know, the whole, like, just, oh, my gosh. Who's going to go out next? I think that was really cool. So, yeah, I'd give it a 7 out of 10. I think it was really entertaining. And I do think if you haven't watched it, that you should go and watch it. Um, okay, I'm going to talk about something that's a bit old. She's an oldie, but I only just, like, binged her entirely. And that is The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Never watched her before. I know she does, like, a little cameo in Riverdale. Stop watching Riverdale as well, like, after season two, I think. Or, like, just a bit into season three. I don't know. But, yeah. So, I watched The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. And it was a good show, right? I'm very evil. <laughs> very 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 evil very dark very just like what am i watching it feels like i'm being initiated into like some cult but i mean it was a good show i think you could tell that there were moments when like they just didn't have the budget to fully execute what like needed to be executed because like i'd be watching something I'm like this looks really cheaply shot like <laughs> this looks like the budget was really really low the cgi wasn't giving like at some point i was just like this is like, I get the storyline. I think the storyline is great. But I'm just like, oh my gosh. What are we watching? Also, I feel like we didn't get to see Sabrina, like, at her peak when it comes to, like, being powerful. Because I really did want to see a lot of that. And I didn't. Like, I think we got glimpses of it, like, maybe twice or three times throughout the entirety of the show. Which is kind of a letdown. Because, like... The whole point of it is like we want to see you reach your full potential we want to see why you're so feared and you know why you're that bitch and we didn't i was like okay cute plot nonetheless you know it was full of cute little cute little plot um i think i also really did like sabrina with nick spalman what a hottie what a hot, hot man what a gorgeous man i remember i saw him in he was in season one of the sex life of college girls and i even then thought he was really hot like wow so hot and then he comes here and i'm like wow so hot you know like he just made sense him and sabrina just made sense like go on power couple also i just felt like a lot of like sabrina was doing a lot for people that (laughs) didn't deserve it like her friends were not good friends uh, the men she dated were not good men. The only person that was like really on her side was the trans friend. I forget his name. To be fair, I forgot most of their names. But him, he was the only one that was like by Sabrina's side from the beginning to the end. Everyone else, no. And the fact that she sacrificed herself for those people, I was like, um, no i'm not really feeling this i'm not really getting why you're doing this i feel like there should be another way maybe someone else should get sacrificed maybe like another witch like maybe just not you you're so young (laughs) these people are oh you're so young to be sacrificing yourself but i like the fact that in the end um her and nick you know got there happily ever after even though it was in the afterlife i thought that was really cute i really was rooting for her and nick i thought her and nick were really cute if i'm being quite honest and i also like the I like that storyline. I wish we'd gotten more of it. 
the Sabrina Spalman and Sabrina Morningstar. I really like that there were two different characters, but I really wish we'd gotten to see more of Sabrina Morningstar's life, you know? Like, I'd love, because you could tell, like, it's two completely different people. And in the end, we're like, it's a thing of, like, you have to choose who we're keeping, da 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 whatever. I really wanted to know, like, because with us, like, as a watcher, I was like, obviously, I'm going to want them to save Sabrina Spellman because that's whose journey I've followed, you know? But then at the same time, it's like, I wish it was a more difficult decision because we knew more of Sabrina Morningstar's life, but we didn't really know much about Sabrina Morningstar. Her life seemed way more put together than um, Spellman's. My girl Spellman was just always in something. Like, there was just always some mess going on with her. Whereas Morningstar was really settled in as, you know, the queen of the underworld and married to that really hot guy and, you know, dad's Lucifer. Like, that was a really cute little plot story. But, like, I would have loved it to have been more in-depth, you know? That's, I think, my only thing with that. But, yeah, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, I'd give her, like, a cute 6.9 out of 10. I think it was a great watch. But I just wasn't, like, yeah, there were just some things. I was like, okay, production here is kind of failing quite bad. But I think I got the storyline, so that's why I continued watching it. We're going to move on from that now. I watched One of Us is Lying. Only season one, though. And I'm going to explain why. So I watched season one, and I thought it was great. Do I remember who the villain was okay that's not important i can't remember who the villain was but i liked the suspense i liked how like it just kept building and building and it's like oh my gosh who did it like who killed that kid you know like i just want to know like who killed him like who was responsible and then we found out right obviously and it was like okay cool now we know oh it was homegirl's really weird boyfriend yeah it was homegirl's really weird boyfriend that killed that kid so yeah i was like okay i mean yeah like r.i.p the kid and like sorry you got killed and sorry that like a bunch of you guys were like you know basically put on trial for murder that none of you committed but also i started season two right and i was just like i'm so bored of this like i'm so bored of being on edge like i'm so tired this is not fun for anyone i'm not having a great time here like who is it i don't want to have to go through this entire season again to find out who it is and who committed and uh, you know who done it i didn't care for it so i just didn't watch season two but season one was great i think season one was um perfectly executed like it had just enough amount it had just the right amount of like suspense and like keeping your edge receipt and like oh my gosh who did it you know like and you get you keep thinking oh i think i know who it is and then like you're wrong and it's like oh damn then who is it for real so season one was great i'm gonna give season one like a 7.6 out of 10 i think it was a great watch i don't think i'll ever finish season two if i'm being quite honest i actually don't care we know who killed the kid that's that's fine it's giving now riverdale like we know who solved the murders there's no need for us to start something again you know it's just i don't i don't care so <laughs> i'm so sorry to them i don't i'm so sorry i don't care about who is um framing them in season two couldn't 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 be bothered um so yeah one of us is lying was a cute little show um 
the main girl was kind of annoying i don't know if she's a main girl the smart one the one who cheated on her test her exam or whatever she kind of annoyed me because it's like girl breathe take a second like just get your act together also listen i'm all for you know the bad boy and i'm all for you know falling for the bad boy but how are you leaving that fine fine chocolate man with that british accent for the bum that drives the motorcycle i'm so sorry to him listen he's cool don't get me wrong he's super cool but like that man was hot that was a fine man he's smart and you're giving him up yo guys the heart really does want what it wants i cannot stick beside her after that i was like i'm so sorry i'm all for you know the smart nerdy girl falling for the bad boy but not when the other smart nerdy boy is also fine as hell and he has a british accent i cannot i cannot be on your side i'm so so sorry could not be on her side i was like you're pissing me off you're pissing me off because you're throwing it all away for what for what Uh, she annoyed me she she really was getting on my nerves like she really was getting on my nerves i was bored and her little sister too i was just like what's going on like what do we do you are like 15 or something like don't you have life science natural science and technology to be focused on like what are we doing right now what are we doing why are you like muddled like why are you trying to involve yourself in all of this you don't want to be a part of this this is not great you don't want the target on your back you know so yeah those are just my two cents on one of us is lying i think it was a cute little show though um and if you're into that i'm pretty sure you'd enjoy the whole thing season one and two combined i just couldn't be asked honestly to get into season two i got into like the first i think episode or two episodes and then i was like yeah nah sorry same as i'm so sorry i'm gonna like off ramp a bit just like on a mini tangent breaking bad i tried it right i've never been a fan of drug shows to be fair like i'm not really into like the whole drug thing the only drug show that i've ever fully watched from beginning to end was power and that's because omari hardwick is hot as heck and that is a fine 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 man <laughs> oh ghost was such a hot character like there's no they can never make me hate you even though what you was doing wasn't tasteful you know like they could never make me hate ghost ghost was so hot that's the only like drug show that i watched but everyone's like oh my gosh you know breaking bad is like the best show ever in existence and you have to watch it so i was like you know what i've tried to watch the show twice maybe third times the charm got through season one and i was like this is actually a really good show got into season two and i was like i'm actually tired of like you guys just always doing drug shit and like always almost being caught your brother-in-law works for the da or whatever it does whatever it is that he works for like the cops he's in the law enforcement field and you're a drug dealer and your wife is pregnant and you have cancer and you're working with your ex-student i don't know it was just too much i was like i no i'm not having a good time here i'm just like always wondering like when is the jig gonna be up you know when are you gonna get caught because i know even with i think it's snowfall where at the end he ends up like homeless and on drugs after like building an empire franklin i think his name is i was like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna watch that so sorry i'm not gonna watch that so i think i got into like again season two episode like two or something and i was like yeah no drug shows aren't for me i'm so sorry to them drug shows are not for me maybe one day 
I'll get into Breaking Bad and like actually finish it. But I really, really highly doubt that I ever will. And like I really want to because everyone's like it's a great show. And I really want to witness the greatness of the show. Same as Peaky Blinders. Like I want to get into all these amazing shows that you guys love. But at the same time, I'm like, do I really <laughs> do I really want to watch that? I don't know. Anyway, coming back from the tangent, so sorry for that. Next on the agenda is um Winks. I watched the Winx show and obviously i hadn't watched it like when the hype was still hyping you know but like i'd seen a lot of like reviews saying like it's not great and the cgi is kind of bad and why don't the girls transform all of that right i watched it and i thoroughly enjoyed it like i was like this is actually a great show like you guys are a bunch of haters a bunch of haters is what you all are because i was having a great time i was like this show's like really cute like obviously it's not giving you know winks but also that was an animation and it's a lot easier to pull off that shit when your show is animated than it is when it's a real life situation you know that's like a lot of costs production it's a lot of like money going into costumes and cgi and then and then right so i wasn't really mad at the fact that like the girls weren't really you know doing what needed to be done i enjoyed the storyline i will say what i did like the most was sky's transformation from season one to season two that hairstyle in season one was pissing me off i'm so sorry that hairstyle in season one that 2015 justin bieber swoop was annoying me because i was like girl this cannot be the man that you're head over heels for you know like this cannot be it this cannot be what we're falling for and then you know he came back in season two new outfit new hairstyle i was like i kind of almost see it i think the friend the douchey friend who's not really even that much of a douche that's my other thing they made him sound like he's such a bad person but like he really is not like he got into a threesome okay and then what like he really was not like this douchey guy that they were painting him out to be i was like he's kind of a solid oak and he's really hot the friend was really really hot sky was cute sky was very much she was cute she was cute but yeah i think i i did enjoy the show in its entirety i'm really sad that i got cancelled because i really was looking forward to seeing what season three would bring but you know the netflix curse you know the netflix curse you will never get more than two seasons no matter how good you are just look at okay this wasn't a netflix show but look at the warrior nun i think the warrior nun was great and the fact that it got cancelled still to this day makes me mad not as mad as i was when star got cancelled i don't know if you guys have ever watched star but star was the girlie that was competing with um empire at the time and she got cancelled after i think three or four seasons which pissed me off because it was a cliffhanger it was just it made me mad but yeah if you haven't watched star you should watch it if you haven't watched warrior nun you should watch it it's great just know that it gets cancelled. They both get cancelled. Same as the Wings Clan. Um, but I'd give season 1 and season 2 like a 7.3 out of 10. I thought it was a really enjoyable watch. Um, and finally, on the roster, one of the best shows that I have watched in a while. I watched The Fall of the House of Usher. And my goodness, what a show what a 
show like it just goes to show that consumerism will be the end of us all the need to want to live above your means because this is what these companies are marketing as the in thing oh they depicted it so amazingly like big pharma does not care about you or your health or your cancer they don't care they just want to make money off of you you know like it's it's actually that was such an eye-opening show i really do if there's one thing that you're gonna watch out of the very few things that i've reviewed today it has to be the fall of the house of asha i like it's kind of a horror but like it's not really a hundred percent horror like there were a few you know jump scares that caught me off guard and i was like oh my heart but i think overall the message of the show oh, that mono the two monologues were so wild the one the monologue about how you sell lemons and how you market lemons and how you make them seem like this exclusive thing and then you have celebrities jump on the bandwagon and you make like you know um non-blood lemons and an and and an and and how you market it and you like make it the big hype and then you like make it seem like it's this like limited thing that everyone needs to buy and then jiggy jiggy lemons have gone from being nothing to being like the most sought after thing i thought that was brilliant and then at the end his sister's monologue about how everyone wants to hate the big companies but you guys feed into it you know kale would be a thing if that's what people actually ate but they don't they want 25 rand meals are cheap and unhealthy and greasy but still taste good so obviously that's going to be what the market is and this is like what the world this is how the world conditions us it conditions you to want more than what you can afford and you being the consumer who's not able to be like wait a minute mm, do we really want that or do we want it because of the hype you're not able to clock that so you just buy into it and so at the end of the day you are feeding into the thing that is at the end destroying you ah <sighs> What a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant show. The Fall of the House of Usher is a 9.8 out of 10. Out of 10 out of 10. That was such a... I actually want to rewatch it. I want to rewatch it because it was that good. It was that good. Wow. Oh my goodness. Guys, please, if you haven't, go and watch The Fall of the House of Usher. That is amazing 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 show yeah um but that's all that i have honestly i haven't really been watching anything new because i've kind of been catching up on things that i haven't been watching throughout the year because it's been so busy but i will obviously like try watch um a couple more movies maybe like binge a few more shows and then i can drop an episode somewhere in january perhaps i'm not entirely sure but yeah um before i hop off i would like to speak a little bit on what's going on in the world what's happening um as you guys know there's the genocide going on in palestine where israel is literally murdering hundreds of people every day wiping out bloodlines and generations of families and the world is silent almost you know like the the ones who can make a change are refusing not to because why would we it's so funny to me why would we as people expect the forefathers of colonialism and oppression to want to stop oppression and colonialism like why would we think that that, that's going to happen why would we think that the good guys are the ones that are backed by england germany the uk america 
you think those are the good guys guys please let's let's research let's actually you know let's open up our browsers and do a bit of research so we know exactly where we're standing when it comes to history you know and not even just history just like on a humanitarian level on a humanitarian scale where are we standing like what do we because i hate people that use religion and the bible and what is up it's still at the end of the at the end of the day it's still a genocide and um that that's something you should want to stand against and um i think people's silence is quite disheartening but also um this is just the way the world works people would rather be ignorant than know the truths because knowing the truth means you have to take a stand and not everyone wants to do that people would much rather happily live in their bubbles of like blatant ignorance because it, it makes their lives more comfortable i had a friend once who told me um she doesn't want to research it because it's too traumatic and it makes her feel uncomfortable and i was like isn't that great that you have the luxury to feel uncomfortable and you're not worrying about like whether or not today is the last day that you're going to be living on this planet that's wrong it is though because you're a woman and you're in south africa and women in south africa are oppressed Every single day, we see new posts of a father raped his child, or a woman was killed by this, or a girl was kidnapped, or a woman, or a girl. Every single day, every single day, there is something happening where women are being targeted. They're being raped, they're being murdered, they're being abused, they're being kidnapped. Every single day in this country. And people's silence is insane. Because this, it doesn't even have to be a situation where it's like, I hate the fact that we even have to use the whole, what if it was your mom? What if it was your sister? What if it was your wife? Or whatever. We shouldn't even have to go that far. It's just the fact that this doesn't have to be someone that you know for you to care. You know, like it doesn't have to be your your close relative for you to actually give two shits about this pandemic that's going on you know because this is a pandemic it's a pandemic against women in south africa and i feel like it's insane for people to be like yeah it's like it's insane the measures that women now have to take to feel safe or to ensure their safety and even then it's not guaranteed you know because i feel like people are saying oh this is such a performative activism every time every year this happens you guys are not there. and it's like it's because every year we're reminded how it can happen to literally anyone at any point, you know? We nene, post office, during the day, next to a police station, and that happened to her. Karabo, her own boyfriend, that happened to her. You're seeing cases now of grandkids raping their grandmothers. It's like, what world are we living in that this doesn't absolutely terrify you for the woman standing next to you? Because it could be her. You know, it could be your classmate, it could be a friend, it really could be your mother. And that's what should terrify people. The fact that women in this country are not safe. And it's insane that men want to turn around and be like, yeah, but like, what are you guys doing to ensure you're safe? Why must it be up to us? We're not the ones killing ourselves or raping ourselves or kidnapping ourselves or abusing. It's not us. Why are men silent on these issues? Why are men not condemning other men because at the end of the day this is happening because of men this is brought upon by men so why are other men not taking a stand because we cannot save ourselves as you can see this is a war that we did not ask for and we cannot save ourselves and so 
the little that we ask is for men to hold each other accountable in these spaces because it it doesn't just begin at this man murdering no it begins when your homeboy is telling you that he bought a girl a drink and he got mad because she didn't want to go home with him or when your homeboy is telling you that he literally told him and it's either you sleep with me or you leave it's 2 a.m in the morning where is she gonna go it's things like that those are behavior patterns that you guys should be calling out we had a story now where a 15 year old was raped by other kids what is going on what is going on in this country why is this being so normalized we have become so desensitized to these things because it's such a regular occurrence and we shouldn't be guys that's the thing we shouldn't be desensitized because these are matters that have such an impact and it's 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 these older men right who go on to date 15 what are you you are 30 why are you dating an 18 year old why are you dating a 17 year old why are you dating a teenager why are you dating someone from high school why are you not dating your own age mates why are you in your 20s pursuing someone that is 15 this needs guys it needs to end we are grooming such a dangerous mindset in these young boys that now they think they can go out and rape do you know how insane it is to make the decision at 17 years old that that's the person that you want to be that's that's who you're deciding to become at 17 you're deciding that you want to become a rapist that is who you want to identify as that's the identity you choose to pick that is it's not normal that is not normal it's not normal that at such a young age you're choosing to go down such a violent path and it's because Again, I'm going to bring this back to the government. I'm sure you guys are tired, but I'm going to bring, I'm bringing it back to the government. It's because as a civilians, right, you see the top, you see the head, you see the government officials, you see the ministers, you see all these people who are meant to be governing the country, committing crimes and getting away with it. So therefore, it makes you feel like you can commit a crime and get away with it. Oscar Soros murdered Riva Stienkamp and he only spent like six years in jail. He's coming out now, next month. January, he's coming out. You murdered someone in cold blood. His story didn't make sense. But he still only spent six months in, six years in jail. And that is the problem. It starts with our government. Our government has let corruption trickle down so vastly to the point that it's literally embedded in the roots of South African people. You know, like, it's it's something that's a norm to us. The level of corruption in this country should scare us because South Africa is such a beautiful country. And I always say that South Africa is such a beautiful country. It has everything it needs to be to become great. But what's holding, is, what, what's holding us back is the corruption that goes on within our government. And the fact that, like, no one is being held accountable. No one is ever held accountable for their actions a hundred million rands was looted a hundred million rands that was meant to go towards helping the fight against gender-based violence in this country that money was stolen by a woman who is in power do you get how insane that is a woman stole money that was meant to help other victims whom are women that are placed in these situations that are victims of gender-based violence and you looted it for what because that's just the way the government works which is why again i come to you humbly and i implore you if you have not registered to vote please do so please register to vote we need to get the anc out 
again i reiterate this is we're approaching 30 years of democracy and what do we have to show for it we are one of the highest um hubs when it comes to rape in the world we have some of the highest statistics of rape some of the highest statistics of femicide some of the highest the highest statistics of gbv in the world world globally that should scare you because this is the country that you're living in that should scare you we need to avoid the nc out the nc does not care about its people it does not care about this country it does not care about the well-being of this country nor does it care about the well-being of the citizens and unless you want to continuously be fighting for your life i would implore you to register to vote that next year when the elections roll around I, you don't have the excuse of oh I don't know that I have to vote I don't know that I have to register register to vote the NC needs to go guys the ANC needs to go you know what I'm saying before I end this I would like to say again implore everyone if you are a vape smoker please stop I don't care about your health. I don't care about any of that. I don't care. Because if I did, I'd tell people that smoke cigarettes to stop smoking cigarettes. And I'll tell people that drink to stop drinking. It's not about that. It's the fact that your vapes have high... They have a lot of cobalt in them, right? And cobalt is mined mostly in Congo. And there's currently a genocide happening in Congo. Where women are being raped and killed. And kids are being killed. And men are being worked to the bone and killed because they want to mine all the resources in congo and the mining of these resources results in the deaths of many Congolese people and so i think to do your part if you're a vape i obviously can't tell you guys to throw away your cell phones but if you do have a functioning phone that does not need to be bought again please don't Please don't buy new phones if you don't need to. Don't buy vapes. Rather buy the reusable ones. Don't buy these disposable vapes. Um, just let's let's try do our part, right? Because these are our Congolese brothers and sisters that are being killed, and it's not being spoken about enough, honestly. Like I I think it's it's not being spoken about enough. So just again do your research on that. See what's going on in Congo and choose to take a stand against it that's that's all i'm asking from you guys um without further boring you guys with details i will end the podcast episode here if you've made it this far thank you very much for listening thank you very much for tuning in and staying tuned in i hope to see you back here in the new year and yeah happy new year stay blessed and i love you guys